You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and I'm John DiLiberto. This is the first Echoes podcast of 2020, and I'm going back to one of the last Echoes interviews of 2019. We're going to hear from Fink, the English musician who started out in electronic and ambient music and has slowly evolved in interior dreamy blues. Before we get to Fink, I want to know, do you listen to the Echoes podcast on the Echoes app? If not, what are you doing? It's the easiest way to listen to the podcast, and the app gives you access to all kinds of free Echoes content, including Echoes concert streams, album reviews, new music videos, and more. If you're a subscriber to Echoes Online, you can listen to Echoes shows and streams right there, and the app is free. So go to Google Play, the Apple Store, or wherever you get your apps and download it today. Fink is not a name I would have picked as an artist, but it seems to work for Finn Greenall. Let's hear about his latest album and the blues. Fink is an English musician who started out as an electronic artist, but who then began writing songs. At first, they were alternative rock, but with each album, Fink gets more and more folky. His latest album is a stripped-down acoustic album with ambient touches called Bloom Innocent. You can't blame the book for what's inside it. Maybe it's the truth that ain't for you to decide. Fink is Finn Greenall. He's a tall, imposing man with thick grain hair and a manicured beard. Looks like something that might be sported by a German aristocrat or a movie villain. Fink's musical output spans electronica, blues, and rock, and he sees deep connections between those styles, which is evident as he performs in the Echo Studio solo with just an acoustic guitar. He could be a blues guitarist jamming on a porch, except for the multiple effects pedals at his feet. One by one We watch the stars come up Well, obviously I don't have a porch because I live in Europe. We don't do porches or stoops, you know. I think the connection is this kind of hypnosis that you get from blues and you get from electronic music. It's weird to connect Deep House with Delta Blues, but there is a level of hypnosis and linear trance-like nature to good blues. And that's the whole gig with electronic music, is kind of putting you in a bit of a, a state, a bit of a trance-like emotional state. What you got going on Behind eyes closed, on. I see the connections, but I'm looking at them as emotional connections, not like well, you had like the, the West African and then you had, you know, and so on and so on. I'm not like Alan Lomax or anything, but I can feel, I can trace the feelings from the Senegalese through the blues, through modern conduits like Elvis or the Stones or something into James Holden and, uh, you know, um, John Hopkins and people like that. There is a DNA in their music from these previous musicians. So I can hear these kind of feeling like entrails, like floating through, I can, I think.
Fink began contemplating these connections with his 2017 album, Resurgam, which chronicled a minor midlife crisis. Resurgam is all about rising again, um, resurging, and it's got religious connotations, and I read it on a painting in my little church in my little hometown in West Cornwall, it was on the wall. To me, it's the sound of someone really trying to reach out and find a, find a way forward in the darkness a little bit. How is it that we go our separate ways Only to end up in the same place In the same place hear a lot of electronics on Fink's latest album, which leans more toward deep atmospheric blues. Prior to working on Blue Minocent, he had spent time in New Orleans, where the blues gets swampy. He was producing an album for a powerhouse singer from the band Galactic, Maggie Kerner. Listening to musicians from New Orleans, including Stephen Colbert's band leader, John Baptiste, seems to have subtly infused that unique feel into Bloom Innocent. There's a certain sound there that you cannot escape. Um, the drummer from that session, David Shirley, he did a lot of work with me on my um, Sunday Night Blues Club album. And he did a lot of harmonica work for me too, so that was in the mix. I also, I saw John Baptiste play live at my studio last year. And he was just a guy on a piano with a New Orleans style, and it was, it was, and that was really inspiring for us. Yeah, maybe it has, but without me knowing it, I'll think about that. Once you get a taste. Although Bloom Innocent is a rootsy album, it has an atmospheric sensibility. It's a sound that exults in open spaces, simultaneously sparse and dramatic. Yeah, I mean, the album itself is pretty galactic, and, and you need to build space into a record like that. It's not empty by any means. In fact, there's more music than any other record I've done in a weird way, even though it's very sparse. But you need to have space on it in a record where you want to be able to breathe and have its own its own life, so where maybe a record like Hard Believer was very uh, alt-pop and packed in, Bloom Innocent is much more spacious and musical and ambitious, I think, in a different direction anyway. I found myself in tricky spots before I always dig myself out, dig myself deeper Fink's Bloom Innocent may not be electronic, but there are studio effects that give it a spacey mood. A lot of that comes from veteran producer Flood. He's renowned for employing unconventional approaches, and he brings some of those to tracks like Bloom Innocent. I don't want to see the moon 
Yeah, that was Flood's influence on this. Flood's a bit of a genius for those who don't know who he is. He's done, he's produced Depeche and he's produced The Killers and Nick Cave, PJ Harvey, uh, U2, you know, some of the big boys. And he's a real maverick, renegade type producer. And so he's really helped me get out of my comfort zone. So this Bloom Innocent track is actually quite sweet when I play it on guitar. But on the album, it's abstract and a little bit post-psych type feel. And then it kicks in at the end and it's all kind of like glorious summer vibes and backing vocals and sort of my take on cooling the gang in the future. Fink draws on an encyclopedic array of influences, but one that contemporary listeners may not be familiar with is English singer-songwriter John Martin. He came up in the 60s and 70s English folk scene, then revved up his guitar with effects at an Echoplex tape delay and tossed out songwriting conventions like verses and choruses. Some tracks on the album are like very loose, structurally very free, and I was really taking cues from some of the legends I love, like John Martin in a way, and John Lee Hooker, and some of the blue, Howlin' Wolf, and some of the blues guys, where structure was just thrown out of the window and almost like the musicologists imposed structure on their work, but there wasn't any. They weren't counting to 12, they were moving whenever they felt like it, or it was a jam. And if you want to think it's 12 bar blues, but most of the time it's 13, and that time it was nine, then <laughs> okay, you know. But it's like forcing yourself to be open, it's quite liberating, actually. isn't a dedicated follower of musical trends, but he is a dedicated eclectic. The good thing about art is it encourages rebirth. Every record's a new opportunity to right the wrongs uh, and also to wrong the rights as well. You, know? <laughs> you can go off on tangents if, you, if, you, if you're truly free. And I mean, not every musical artistic career needs to be some kind of trajectory that you can plot out. You know, it doesn't always work like that. predict where Fink's music might go next. He cites Tom York's all-electronic Anima album as one of his favorite recent releases. But for now, Fink is deep in the ambience of blues and folk. His latest album is Bloom Innocent on his own recouped records label.
Our interview with Fink was written and produced by Jeff Town. You can add Fink's Bloom Innocent to your collection. We'll have a link for it in the posting for this podcast. You can also hear Fink live on Echoes. It's streaming now at echoes.org and the Echoes app. Next week on the Echoes podcast, we take a global trip with Barrett Martin, former drummer with Screaming Trees, who's creating a world fusion sound now. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. Don't forget to do your part to help us continue bringing you great music. We really can't do it without you. Donate at echoes.org. That's E-C-H-O-E-S dot org O-R-G. See you next week, tonight, on the radio somewhere in the country or online right now on Echoes. Echoes.